Welcome to Dream Chasers Radio, where we are always daring to be different. Get ready, get ready, get ready to be inspired. Let's get moving toward our goals. And here to make that happen is our host, Yaya Diamond. Diamond, man, I tell you, I'm excited to have this show today. We got some really cool people on the show, people that are inspiring you and coming full circle. It's like, okay, they started something, they're coming full circle back around, they're going to hit you with it. It's it's amazing how, you know, you just got to keep going, keep doing it, and keep moving forward. You're listening to us on 97.5 FM, Real Community Radio in Northport, Florida, as well as Bomb Baby Radio in New York City. And you're also listening to us on the Caribbean Community Radio stations from West Palm Beach all the way down to the Keys on the east coast of Florida and all of the islands. What's up, my people? Yes. And um, also the Dream Chasers Radio Network and TV Network. Thank you so much, you guys. Don't forget that Yaya Diamond's Dream Chasers TV will be launching on Roku May 1st. Don't forget May 1st. That's right, May 1st. Now, you know, of course, meager beginnings. I mean, I'm putting TV shows together. I'm doing everything I need to do to get it done. And if you have something that you want on there, all you got to do is go to dreamchasersradio.com and hit me up on the contact page and let me know what you are thinking about. And if you want to submit your TV station to be on my my network. Hey, I'm a mini Oprah, y'all. What's up? And we got our first guest on the show. <laughs> I want to welcome to the show, Chino. What's up, man? What's going on? What it do? It do, man. It do. What you doing? I man, just working. You know, my name is Chino. Hello, I go by L O E Chino. You know what I'm saying? No, if you, everybody want to know what them that three letters mean, yeah, O E is abbreviated. Lord to over everything. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? My name Chino. How'd you What's come up with that? On, yeah, yeah. Not much, man. How'd you how'd you how'd you come up with that name? I just came up with the name just really just a long time ago. I was, I'm talking about like a very long, long time ago. I only find people in my city from, which I'm from Atlanta originally, or born and raised mm-hmm. still here today. You know what I'm saying? I only find people who's in my city really big on loyalty just on, on how it is now speaking on this stuff like that. So. Long, long time ago, I came up with just just being young and being around a whole lot of older people, and they just liked what I was on. Like being as a young person, they liked what I was on. Being young, as them being my older brothers, big brothers, or whatever. So, you know what I'm saying they, I was just on on just my own thing, and they were just like I was first screaming MOE money over everything. But one of my one of my um. Big brothers around me with the sense were like, man, you just should say L O E, Lord to owe everything, but just make money. I mean, just make Lord to be more than like worth more than money because it is. So that's how I basically came up that with that. But it was very long time ago. Like I, I could say, like almost seven years, eight years ago. Wow. Wow. Now you've been rapping since you were a teenager, 15, 16 years old. Tell me why. Tell me why did you get started in that? What what attracted you to to the um to the music industry? Oh, uh, 
I came up with just being on music. So, and so every every time, like, my, especially my mama, like, she was big on music. Uh, like, my cousins, them, they was big on music. Everybody was big on music. Like, so I just, as a young and young child, I, I always just looked up the videos and then watched BET and MTV and stuff like that and rap videos and stuff like that, mm-hmm. even R&B. So wow. I just always had, yeah, I was just always musically feel like it was just always instilled in me. Like, when I got older, I knew they were like, oh, yeah, I'm just keep on going with that because I, I ain't never stopped having a liking to it. Mm-hmm. Now, I love yeah. Tupac. Tupac, Tupac, Tupac. It's Tupac, right? <laughs> Tupac. Tupac, yeah. I'm getting yeah. old. <laughs> I'm getting old. And Biggie. <laughs> now, Biggie Smalls, yeah. I, I love Tupac and Biggie Smalls. And when, when, you know, when all that whole thing went down, it was just terrible. But their music still lives on. What kind of impact did they have on you? Um, they, had a, they had a big impact on me because they were like, some of the main like two artists and stuff like that that my family would would listen to. That's what they they that's what I kinda like growed up on this too was Tupac, Biggie, Hot Boys and that's P and stuff like that. But they had a real big impact on me because that was all was around me. You know, that's all I was hearing, Tupac and Biggie. Mhm, mhm. You know, it's so funny because Tupac and Biggie were were artists back in the the 90s, but they began their journey many years before. You now right. are benefiting from what they did. You're you're actually their circle. So what I mean by that is like they started it, and you have come full circle to to continue their work, and not just them, but you got you got all kinds of like you know like uh, who else? A, a lot of different rappers like LL Cool J who started, you know, uh, Salt and Pepper back in the day. I mean, yeah, I, I can go further back, Grandmaster Flash. I mean, we can go all the way back, uh, but the circle is always continuing. What do you hope to leave for the generation that comes after you to actually help them to continue the circle? Uh, basically, I'm just, I'm hoping to leave just like, you know, the the originality is living. Everybody know, like, for the generation, my generation, and generation before me, like, not before me, but after me, I mean, like, just don't forget mm-hmm. the originality, just don't forget the, you know, where it come from, where it all started, like, don't, don't, I always remember, like, them, them times and them days and stuff like that, when you was a, when you was a child yourself, and, and you had to be in it, you know, uh, a household with your mom and sister, and they listen to it. your mom listen to music again. And stuff like that. So and don't forget what she was listening to and and all that stuff. So that's what I just really just get it. Give my generation. I'm giving my generation like the the old originality as far as me like as as far as it being new as well. Mhm, mhm. How important is it that we do leave a legacy? I mean, you know, going back that far, my daughter wasn't even born yet, and it's like you know they're like, wow, mom. That's old music. <laughs> it's just like, wow, that's, right. it can't be. I can't be that old. No, I refuse. But it's like, you know, looking at my mom, and my mom's going back to, like, Marvin Gaye and, and, and all those artists and Earth, Wind, and Fire, and I'm saying, Mom, that's old music. Now my kids are saying that to me. How important is it, though, to remember, you know, the, the, the pioneers of the craft 
baby I seen this shit about a thousand times I know the size It feel like happen right in front of my eyes If flexing was a crime Lot of niggas would be doing time You gonna leave me in the dark But that light still gon' shine And I'm still shining And I'm still shining I could never give up But y'all niggas still grinding I'm still shining I'm still shining In order for me to move forward I had to leave so much shit behind me. I can't get mad, baby So I don't ask, baby Don't kiss no ass, baby Don't miss, I don't class, baby I'm too wavy, I don't brag I get that cash, baby That's the reason why you crazy Got you going crazy I got style for this swag And I hate us, hate it, baby Cause I'm all about a bad But we made it From the reds to the riches I never had it, baby So what's your ultimatum? Won't you talk to me, baby? That was sweetness, sweetness, definitely, definitely, wow, wow, wow. So let me ask you, you know, hey, no problem, man. Let me ask you, you know, what's next for you as far as an artist? You know, what what are you looking to do in the near future that's going to propel you forward? Um, Basically, uh, just really just going to be, Basically, I'm I'm just really just gonna keep working, putting out more music, and and just just trying to keep going up, just keep working. It's all uh, basically mm-hmm. what I got going on. I yeah, just you. working, working. Yeah. Wow. And you know, it's so important that you have a presence on the internet nowadays. And you know, being that you you can do it yourself, it 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 wasn't like that before. But now that it's like that, everybody tells me, oh, it's so much harder to do it now because you don't really have the, the finances behind you with the record labels. What do you think? I mean, tell me your experience as to, you know, financing yourself, doing it yourself. Uh, yeah, really, you know, it, it's so much of an independent game anyway. So if you just have, it's just so much of an independent game. So if you just have what it, you know, just what it takes, anyway, you know, not to give up or give in. You know, or get discouraged by, you know, your financial problem or, uh, because no one won't give you nothing. Or you, you know, you just got to keep going out there to get it. So they mm-hmm. just, they just basically what this really going on. You just got to just keep on, keep on, just working towards what what it is that you want to do for yourself. And you know, if the music is one, you know, you, you're gonna find out every financial way that it possibly can. To, you know the the uplifting it so. Mhm, I agree with you. I agree with you. What where can people reach you on the internet? Where can they reach you? What what is your preferred method? Oh uh, yeah, you can reach me on the internet is uh, on Instagram at Chino L O E. It's spelled C H I I N O L O E. On uh, Facebook at um, Chino L O E as as well. Okay. So that that they're my they're my main two main main outlets right now that I got going on. Mhm. That's cool. That's cool, man. Chino, thank you so much for being on the show. Is there anything else that we meant that we didn't mention or any shout outs you want to give today? 
Folks worldwide out to I want to shout out to you know my family I want to shout out to friends I want to shout out to you know the whole L O E Lord to all everything you know I want to shout out to my cousin Looney you know what I'm saying um <laughs> you know everybody who just like working in everybody who just worldwide working you know that's that's who I'm doing for that's who I that's who I'm trying to reach who I want to reach that's right. Yeah. It's important that we get that we, you know, I mean, we can't do it alone, but the support is amazing that you have. And I'm so happy that you have that. And I'm so proud of you, man. You keep going, you keep pushing. I'm telling you, you know, the one thing that you can do is give up. That's the only way you can fail. You are actually a success. Thank you, Chino, for being on the show, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Shout out to you too, guys. Y'all dream chase radio. Thank you. Thank you. All right, then we're going to have you back on the show. When you get your next song, you got to come back now. Remember, don't just leave oh. me hanging, you know. I feel all alone. Oh, oh no, oh, for sure. I got you. You, you first person again, and you, I got to put it in your hands first. If they ain't going through La La Dream, you chase hands first. Like, I ain't even going nowhere first. Awesome. Thank you so much, Chino. I appreciate it. All right. You're welcome. Appreciate you. All right. All right, then. We'll talk soon. Wow. Chino is doing it. You know, we have so many wonderful guests on the show, and I know I say this a lot. I'm biased. I really am biased. It it really is one of those things where I really don't care what anybody else is doing in the world. This show has brought me out of depression. This show has encouraged me so much, and I hope that it's doing the same for you. When you are listening to this show, I hope that this show encourages you to move forward in whatever goal you have, in whatever dream it is. I want to talk to you today about going after your goals. You know, I've made it a point to at least talk a little bit in between the interviews, in between the music and all that. And today I just feel that I need to kind of come out to you and talk to you about moving forward. A lot of us have problems moving forward. I'm noticing that people are starting things and they're just starting things. They're just starting things, but they're not going forward in it. I want to encourage you today to pick that one thing up that you put down last week or last year or last month or whatever year it was, pick it back up and, and finish it, continue it, move it forward. Um, as a, as a performer, as a, a singer, as a person in a band, me, myself, I'm talking about me. Uh, I'm not a band leader anymore. I don't like being a band leader. There's too many things going on. And and basically, I have too many things going on behind the scenes for me to even think about being a band leader. But as a person in a band, as a team, in a team, I want to tell you a few things that I've seen that really, really, as a as a team player, as a team member, we need to do. We need to think about how are we becoming an asset to the team? Are we an asset to the team? Even if you're the band leader, you're still part of a team. And if you're the weak link, the band won't survive, especially if you're the band leader. I mean, everybody else can be replaced. You know, I know that if I don't, if I don't kick it, if I don't bring it, I can be replaced. You know, 
we all get those times where we have to check ourselves, kind of revamp ourselves, remake it, or, you know, come up with questions so that we can be better at what we're going after. I think that's the moment right now. This is the third month of 2019, and in January, actually in November, we started here, Dream Chasers Radio, if you wanted to do your New Year's resolution. Um, we started that here at Dream Chasers Radio back in November. We started also, if you've been keeping up with it, our book, our goal book for the week. We also started our me book, which are questions that we ask about ourselves. And then answering those questions in a positive manner so that we can work on ourselves. There's one more thing I want to go after today. I want to go after the ego. Mm. (laughs) I want to go after that all just tall, big ego. I want to go after that. Because even though you may not have a big ego, do you realize that the ego is what holds us back? It's amazing that our ego will actually compare ourselves to others. Trying to find ourselves and look at ourselves in a higher light than others. If a person is from a poor country, but another country is poorer than they are, they are considered rich. But yet, if another country looks at them, who is a little richer than they are, but still poor, then the poorer country and the two lesser countries are considered trash. We do that with each other on a daily basis. I challenge you, and I challenge me today, to begin to look at others as you would look at yourself as you would look at your family member, as you would look at someone whom, who may need your help or who may not, maybe you need theirs. See, the one thing I don't want to ever do, and I don't think anybody, does, I don't think there's anyone in the world that does not have an ego. Everybody does. You know, even when you say, oh, no, I don't have an ego, that's ego. I challenge all of us. When you look at another person, when they snap at you or they get upset with you or they say no, don't look at it as a negative thing. Look at it as a positive thing. Imagine yourself having to deal with that person every single day and tell me now why you're upset because they said no. I don't think there's a reason that we should be upset when someone says no to us, because that no saves us from a future of grief and possibly tribulation that we just don't want to go through. That no is actually a blessing. I've received so many no's, and I know I've said this before on the program where I got my first business cards. I was so happy. I went to Staples, and I got my business cards, and I was happy. It was my first set. 
featuring Chasers Radio, and I walked out, and I said, I just got my first business cards to somebody who was walking into Staples, and I said, can I give you one? And they said, no, I was elated. They looked at me, and they said, well, why are you so happy? I said, no. I told the person, I said, look, you're the first no that I got when I got these business cards. That means that's one down. And I don't know how many more there is left to go, but I got you out of the way so I can get my yes. We're going to get no's. Don't be disappointed. Don't take it in the wrong way. It's a good thing to get a no. It is a great thing to get a no. You're closer to the yes. How many no's will you receive? Who cares? When you get your yes, that is your victory. And it may not come the way you think it'll come. It may not come in the form of a person. It may come in in a form of an app. It may come in the form of finances. It may come in the form of a new child. It may come in the form of your finished book, edited and ready to go. It may come in the form of a printer saying, we will publish your book. That is your yes. It doesn't necessarily have to be a person telling you yes. It, It could be whatever you need it to be. That is your yes. Don't ever get disappointed when you receive a no. A no is a great thing. And we talked about failure yesterday. There is really no failure. There's only discovery of things that have yet to be solved. And you're the one to do it. So in this journey on your dream, because that's why we are dream chasers, and I don't, I don't ever think that we ever really stop chasing our dreams because once one thing is complete, we have other different facets of our dreams that we need to get to. I want to encourage you today to go after your dream, to, to be diligent about it, to, to really pursue it with as much as you possibly can. I know it takes finances. I know. I know it takes things that sometimes we don't have right away, and that's okay. That's, that's fine. But never, ever put it down. There's always something else you can do until the finances come along or until that person, that, that particular talent you need comes along. There's always something to do. So go ahead and do that. And just wait for your yes on the other end. It will happen. Don't ever be discouraged. Just because you don't see it doesn't mean that it's not working in the background. I want to thank you for tuning in to Dream Chasers Radio with me, your host, Yaya Diamond. We're going to take a short break, and then we're going to go ahead and have our next guest on. I am excited. Oh, yes, I definitely am excited. And uh, hang on. Give me about 37 seconds. So, you know, we have a lot of different guests on the show today, and I want to welcome our next one. Thank you so much for calling in to Dream Chasers Radio. Please tell everybody who you are and what you do, please. Oh, is that me already? Hello. How are you? Hello. Hi. Can you hear me okay? I, I can. I got you. 
Oh, good, good. I, I did know I was up next. All right. Hi, my name is Temperance Lance Council. How are you? I was I'm listening to you um, talking, and I hardly wanted to um, start talking myself because what you were saying was so positive. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Well, you know what? We got to be positive with each other. I mean, there's so many negative things out there. I don't, I don't want to be negative. I actually want to give positive vibes. We got enough negative. I don't need no more. Temperance. How did you get your name? Is that your that's your name, or did you come up with that? Um, well, I guess my mom did. <laughs> um, <laughs> we have to, uh, you know, blame her for that. All the good things and bad things. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. I, but from my understanding, that was not my original name. I mm. I had another name until I was one. Um, age one and they I guess she decided she didn't like that and she changed my name oh my gosh so it, isn't that isn't that odd that's a very odd story but apparently that's what happened but I was so young so I don't know anything about it <laughs> wow wow so you had two bouts of life-threatening double pneumonia when you were little Wow. Tell me about that. I mean, I know you probably don't remember too much of it, but coming from a moment where, you know, you were hanging on to life and now you're still here. I mean, what is that? I mean, that, that beginning, that's just amazing. And then you started at age three singing and dancing. Well, um, in addition to having the uh, pneumonia, double pneumonia is what I was told twice. Um, I ended up having um, a disease called scarlet fever. Mm. And that one I do remember because I was in the second grade. And it was also life-threatening. So I don't know what it is with these life-threatening illnesses that, um, (laughs) you know, tried to take me out. um, But I'm still here. But I definitely do remember that I was just so hot and I just felt like I was going to blow up. I mean, that's that's how hot I was. And um, luckily, luckily for me, my grandmother came and took a look at me and said to my mom, we have to take this child immediately to the doctor. And Mm -hmm. um, the doctor said, okay, we have to, you know, get her into the hospital. And then they put me in a tub of ice that I do remember. Mm -hmm. I was so young. But um, it was quite scary. And, um, but I made it. I'm here. And, um, you know, I guess that's a good thing. (laughs) It definitely is. It definitely is. Now, you've worked with all different kinds of different uh, uh, record labels. And, and, I mean, tell me about that. Tell me about your experience. Because a lot of people, you know, they look at it and they say, oh, why is she still, you know, singing by herself? Is she doing all of this stuff? What What's going on? Tell me about your journey. Well, I will um, tell you about something that I've never shared publicly before. Um, about <laughs> about <laughs> a very important person who is no longer with us. Mm-hmm. Um, but I worked at uh, Warner Brothers way back in the day. And at this time, I was um, the video reception person. I would be the person that, you know, would greet um, the singers when they came to work on their videos and, you know, talk about their project, whatever. Anyway... Uh-huh. Well, and I thought I met a lot of people, um, but one day 
I'm sitting at my desk, and in walks, you will never believe um, the name that I'm about to give you. You will never believe it. Uh-oh. Um, but it was Prince. What? Okay. Yes. Right, yes. That escaped. That escaped. I'm sorry. Let me calm down. <laughs> wow. Prince. Yes. Yes. And um, naturally, I mean, I've, I, you know, I've seen a lot of stars come in, blah, blah, blah. You know, you try and keep your cool. Um, I, I only kept my cool because I told myself, you have to. Don't in. don't do this. All right, you you cut off. What was that? I said he came in, mm-hmm. and he and he wanted to play for us. This is and I still have like they say the receipts, you know, to prove this. Uh, but he came in and he was playing some of his new music for us. So in the video department, there were only like eight employees, you know, on the level in the floor that I was working on. Um, so anyway, all eight of us went into um, a little studio room, and this is the most bizarre thing. I will never, ever, you know, forget this. He actually introduced the songs and said, you know, this is this song, blah, 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 and he actually hit the button to play the song. And mm. we're sitting in there, I mean – now, you know, like I said, the head of the department and all, a lot of these people, you know, they work with the biggest and the best and the brightest. But me, you know, I was only used to, I'd seen Big Daddy Kane, and I used to have a, you know, a major crush on him. So it was a little bit hard, you know, to talk to him when he came in. But I was okay. I kind of got through that. Um, I remember uh, Karen White um, was in one time. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know why Lisa Bonet was there, but anyways, you know, so, you, you know, you, I'd see people that were like, oh, okay, you know, that's so-and-so. But anyway, and when I saw Prince, I mean, it was just mind-blowing. And the thing is, he talked. And this was before he started, like, doing interviews and talking. This was when mm-hmm. he was talking as a person who just didn't speak. And I was just mesmerized. I'm like, I'm, I, I cannot believe I'm sitting here and Prince is talking to us. Anyway, that is the most bizarre thing. But um, that, that was a long, long time ago. Um, when, when, when times were, to me, much nicer and people were friendlier and we didn't have all the angst that we do in the world today. Everybody was just like having a lot of fun. And it's not like that anymore. So, you know, but like it's I say, I, I have the receipts. I have the receipts to prove it, you know, <sighs> with, with the video feed and my name is on it. I probably shouldn't be saying this, but this was a long time ago. I'm sure Warner Brothers doesn't care, but I'm like, I have yeah. to have a souvenir, you know, to, 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 to keep, to prove. So I'm going to hold on to that until, you know, I don't know. Maybe when I'm as big as he is, uh, people will want to, you know, buy my memorabilia or something. So, anyway, that's my print story. Wow. Wow. I absolutely and love that. And then I worked with a lot of other record companies, you know, just, mm-hmm. but nothing as, as as exciting as that by far. A lot of, a lot of things I've tried to forget because, you know, you have so many memories that you build up. When you're in the entertainment business, and a lot of t- a lot of times they're not the nicest of memories, as I'm sure you probably well, yeah. know. I do know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I do. I do know. I actually want to forget. 
some of those uh, yeah, things. I, I, <laughs> yes. I don't want to know. <laughs> it's more yes. like, can I unsee that? I just, yeah. Can I just unsee that? That's where yeah. I want to be. Yeah, I've been yeah. there. <laughs> or or wow. erase it from your memory, that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely, definitely. Wow. Wow. So tell me about, about okay, so you, you got all of that, and I love it. You've You've been in film. You got TV, you got girlfriend, you got an extensive uh, resume. You have all kinds of different things. You're SAG, you're after, you're, you're in the actors. I mean, you you're casting networks, casting frontier. Girlfriend, you're doing it. Just put it that way. <laughs> you're doing it. And I've, so, a, and I've had a lot of hardship as well. Lots of hardship. Yeah, you know, being that you've had a lot of hardship, I want to stay with that because I think that people don't realize that hardship is going to happen, mm-hmm. but remaining is the hardest thing that you can do because giving up is the easiest way out. Absolutely. Absolutely. I totally Tell me how you agree did with that. that. Tell me how you did that. Well, oh my God, you know, I've really been um, through the ringer um, pretty much. And I, and I think that's like, why um i'm i'm sort of in in like the country music because you know uh, most of that is about uh you know all the bad things that have happened in life the the things that you're going through you know it's a lot of heartbreak and a lot of pain in country mm-hmm. music and that is something that i know firsthand about um you know i was married before and that was Oh my God, that was a horrible experience. My husband ended up being, you know, and I'm from, I'm from, I have to say this real quick. I'm from a small town, um, mm-hmm. less than 50,000 people. And, you know, there, the town is the kind of place where there's a church on every corner. You know what I mean? There it really mm-hmm. is, but it's known for having a church on every corner. And I didn't even see policemen, you know, I mean, we, if you saw a police car, it's like, oh, my God, you know, that's how small the town was. But um, anyway, so I didn't know a lot of things, and I didn't know what I didn't know. And I say all that to say this. I ended up with a husband who became a very, very horrible drug addict. And I had mm. no idea what was going on. I had no idea, period, none until it was all over in the worst way when, uh, you know, the SWAT team had to come take him away. So, you know, I've, I've just been through a lot. And, I, and going through something like that when you don't even know what's going on, and people would say to me, well, didn't you know blah, 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 and couldn't you see blah? And I'm like, no, I had no experience with any of that. I knew about marijuana, but um, I, you know, I had no idea what these other drugs were like and how you did them and or any of that stuff so it was really horrible experience you know where you know you 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 get these you know where when the SWAT when the play like this when the SWAT team comes and takes the person away and they say you need to you know disappear because this is that serious you know it kind of it can really take you down a dark dark hole and so mm-hmm. i in that place for a long time then I finally emerged and you know kind of got my life back on track but it not only takes um, away um, 
you know, your mental and your psychological, you know, when you have a person like that, you go to the store and you're, you know, buying $10 worth of whatever and, you know, the credit card doesn't go through and then you find out everything that you had in your account is gone, you know. So it's like, um, um, I don't know, uh, the, the effects of a person into something like that are just astronomical and it takes you a long time to rebuild. So, you know, like you were saying, you never give up, you're going to have hard times. Um, and to anyone and everyone who's listening, it's true, don't give up. You, you you have to stay with it regardless of how dark it gets. And I for me, I can tell you it was so dark, I I couldn't even imagine what the light would be like. But after years in the darkness, you know, I, I, I was finally able to see the light and get back to um, what I love, which is inter- the entertainment business and performing. Wow. Wow. You, you know, I a was, lot of people... Go ahead. I'm sorry. You you know, your message was just so positive, and it just caught me off guard when I was listening to you, you know, before um, you introduced me. So I guess it's all kind of like a full thing. Right. I mean, it comes full circle. It's like, okay, you you, you went through all that. A lot of people don't realize that, you know, as as role models, because that's that's who you are. You're a role model. As a a role model, we and you, whoever's a role model, has to go we have to go through some things. How can we be a role model if we haven't gone through something similar to where people are? You know, darkness can come at any point, but the light is where you are. You are the light. You're the one that brings hope. You know, you're the one that said, Hey, I I went through this, but guess what? I'm not in that anymore. And you can come out too. You become that light at the end of the tunnel per se. So what you went through to get to where you are is just, it's just light. It's just great, you know, and I commend you for coming out. A lot of women don't come out on this side of the, uh, the ground. Some of them, they stay and, and unfortunately they lose their lives for it, but you did. Absolutely. You know, you didn't. Wow. So, so you you do have a a song. Uh, Tell me about that because I'm going to kind of play that in the background here as we talk. Well, you know, the song, um, if you if you kind of think about it, it, it's almost my life, you know, that not take my soul. Um, mm-hmm. Go ahead. The husband took pretty much everything from me, you know, took away my money, which is one of the, you know, uh, in the, a lyric in the song, you can take away my money, but you better not take my soul, you know. Uh, it was almost to the point where the darkness was so dark until my soul, I could see my soul just leaving me. It was like, I cannot stay above ground anymore. I cannot, I have to check out. That's how bad it was. But in the end, everything was taken away from me, but I still have my soul. So that's, you know, why the song is that not take my soul. I'm not going to let you take that. You can take everything away from me. Um, and, you know, that's pretty much what happened. But I still have my soul and I have my peace of mind. And if anyone goes through uh, something like this, just remember, they can't take your soul away. You you have control of that. As long as you keep that, you can, you can continue on your journey. Mm. We're going to listen to that for, for a couple of seconds. Hold on a second. Let me turn this up. Here you go. Hold on a second. 
I don't think you can hear it. I'm listening to it. Give me a second. (laughs) This happens all the time. Give me a second to get back on the air here for my for my no. own sake. All right. So I mean, wow. You know, coming around to it and and thinking about it. You know, putting what you had into a song, your experiences. How was that difficult for you, or was that a release? Was that some kind of a, a inner counseling um, to be? Because that's a release. It really is. It's it's one of those things where hey, you know, you tried to take me out. You tried to mess me up, but I'm going to throw this right back at your face and say, hey, it made me stronger. Tell me, Absolutely. how was that? Um, the song just pretty much kind of lays it, you know, out. I mean, it, it's not so much that's the exact thing that happened, you know, ran off with the stripper, but, <laughs> you know, but, <laughs> but, you know, when you're involved in, in, in this drug thing, you know, I eventually discovered that he had, you know, been sleeping with one of, with a best friend, you know, so I guess maybe that person would be the stripper in my mind when you, you know, you were doing something like that. You, you were my best friend. So, um, Hmm. (laughs) all of a sudden I reverted back mentally because that was a really hard thing and it broke me. It, I mean, it, it really broke me for a good week where I just could not believe because the the girlfriend is the one who told me, you know, by the way, I, I guess this person needed to clear their own mind or conscience or whatever. I, I wouldn't say conscience mm-hmm. because they, they wouldn't have done that, but you mm-hmm. know, I don't know who knows why. <laughs> and yeah, right. uh, when, when she told me that, you know, I could not believe it, but um, you know, just like in the song, Whatever you're doing that's wrong, whether you, you know, um, desert your wife or your girlfriend for whatever reason when you're in whatever, you know, low point in your life, if you're on drugs or alcohol or whatever it is, mm-hmm. what you can you can do those things, but there's another person usually involved like it, like your girlfriend or your wife. Um, and it can be the other way around because, you know, women are not perfect, you know, but um, mm-hmm. it's a great release to um, just write it out. And you can probably tell a little bit, just even when I'm singing the song, I'm still angry. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> this is mm-hmm. a lot of 
you know, uh, aggressiveness, I think, too, when I listen to the song, I'm like, oh, gosh, I'm really aggressive. But that's just how, I, you know, I, I feel and I sing my emotions. I have a few other songs coming out that are, you know, just about a hard life, you know, with a man and things that go on in life. Because when we're young, everything just seems like, oh, it's just so wonderful and peachy. And, you know, but there's, the life is really hard. And that's what, you mm. know, my songs are about. And I think that's probably why I've kind of gravitated towards, you know, country music, because it's about the, that hard life and that hard living. But you, you have to come through on the other side. So mm-hmm. um, that's what I'm trying to do. And the music helps me do that. Amazing, amazing. And, you know, most people say, well, why country music? You know you're a black girl. <laughs> well, you, well, you know what? Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I grew hey, up, you know. Yeah, I grew up listening to a lot of country because I am from the South. And right. um, in the South, people listen to a lot of country music. And when I was growing up, there was a country music station that was right behind my house. And mm-hmm. um, you kind of hear a little bit of it because it's just that close. Um, and then um, my mother loved Dolly Parton, loved mm-hmm. Dolly Parton. Oh, she's she she, amazing. We, you know, she, we, I grew up listening to Motown as well. Every, actually, everything, all kinds of music. I love all kinds of music. But um, I listened to a lot of country music growing up. John Denver. I, I even remember I was really, really young. I don't want to reveal my age in any way, shape, or form. But I used mm-hmm. to actually listen. I look at Hee Haw, which was like a country music I did too. show. It was really corny. But yep. I, I thought it was funny. Yep. It, to I me, it was, it was funny. Oh, wow. I did, too. <laughs> wow. You know, I guess a lot of people would say, well, why are you looking at a hee-haw? And mm-hmm. it was just, I, it was the hee-haw honeys. And then, I, you know, I used to look at the Beverly Hillbillies. And to me, you know, that was like, I don't know, for some reason, I could kind of relate to all of them. <laughs> I mean, I love Jed and, and Granny and Ellie Mae. And it was, I don't know, I just relate to um, that kind of thing. It, it could be, be, you know, because I'm from the country, you know, the South, maybe that's mm-hmm. it. I don't know, but I, I like all kinds of, you know, music and I like all kinds of TV shows and, you know, films, things of that nature. But I, I really like um, songs that tell a story, you know, mm-hmm. that take from the beginning to the end, like, you know, this is what this is what happened, and, and this is how it ended. I love a story. It, you know, I, I love a good story, whether it's film or TV or music. I love a good story. So I don't know. Maybe that's the old school or country girl in me, whatever it is. But um, as they say, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You know, I commend you because. You know, you have to go what you love. You have to go into what you love. And, and you know, most people, they have this preconceived notion that all black people are so. I, I, I mean, I face it every day. You know, oh, you must be R&B soul. No, I'm funk mm-hmm. rock. Mm-hmm. You're not mm-hmm. funk rock. Yeah, I'm funk <laughs> rock. What? What? And it's like, 
Yeah, I do a little dance here and there, but I'm mostly predominantly funk rock. I, I really love that funk. I love that earth, wind, and fire with the horns. You know, I oh, love yeah. that. I, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, you know, um, when it comes to, like, you know, music, everybody has their preference, no matter what color you are. It is a universal language, definitely a universal language. And, you know, yeah. I wish that, I mean, I wish that people would get the light of what you're doing because you have you have pursued your dream despite everything that has been tossed at you. Congratulations. Oh, and and I commend you for that. Thank you so much. I wish I had like an audience. Yay! You know. <laughs> and and thank you for, you know, the positive words that, that you were sharing earlier. That was that was important to me to hear those words mm-hmm. as well. Awesome, awesome. And you know, I did put your YouTube link for your video on our uh, on our page and on our Facebook page as well as your website. Is there any place else that people can contact you and get in touch with you, listen to your music, buy your music, anything like that? Uh, yes, the music is um, on all of the digital platforms and uh, my website. Uh, if anyone wants to get in contact with me, is www.temperancelancecouncil.com. Amazing. Thank you so much for being on the show. We've got to have you back. You just keep that music coming. All right. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Really nice talking to you. No problem. And it was a pleasure talking to you as well. Thank you so much for being on the show. Okay. Thanks. Have a good one. All right. You too. Mary, I tell you, she, you should go and look at this woman's resume. Just all the things that she's done despite. Look, there is no excuse. You know, seriously, it's like if you have your your well-being, if you have your mind, if you have ability to, to do this, different things, there really is no excuse to go after your dreams. We all have things that have happened to us that we'd rather not have happened. I know. I get it. But going after your dream is not an option, really. Think about it. Would you be happy doing it? Would it make you upset? Would it, I mean, I'm trying to figure out why most people just don't don't do it. They just don't, and and they're miserable for it. And everyone else around them is miserable while being after you know being around them being miserable. And misery loves company, of course. And so, I want to be positive. I want to say that that person encouraged that person to go after their dreams, encourage that person to be more than they can be, encourage that person to go after their dreams, even though maybe they didn't have it so good in the beginning. It's okay. It's okay. They're meant to be mentors. They're meant to be role models. They they are stronger, way stronger than they ever thought they were. And they, they, they are so strong, and they just don't realize it. I want you to be that person that shows them how strong they really are and how they inspire you. There's got to be something that you can say positive about a person. Instead of being so negative, let's all encourage each other. And I'm going to tell you something. A lot of people are jealous because, you know, they are not going after their dreams. Well, it's because they're miserable in their own life. If we can find something that they are good at and encourage them, Regardless of whether they they go way further in life than you, it doesn't matter. Being an instrument of encouragement should be awesome. You know, being that 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 springboard, that that trampoline where they can jump and reach the highest heights should be a great feeling 
for anybody. It is for me. My goals, my goals are my goals. Great, you know, it's, it's a wonderful thing to have goals. It's a wonderful thing to, to spring. It's a wonderful thing to have Dream Chasers Radio. I feel like I'm the spring and, and people are springing off of me and they're just going for their goals. And, and as I'm sitting here, I am the spring. I'm the spring. I'm a part of their goals. And I'm happy to be there. This is this is where I'm I'm at. This this is me. This is where I want to be. This is my goal. I'm not jealous of anybody else. They can make millions of dollars. Wonderful. Yes. Do the daggone thing. I'm happy. I'm happy for them. It's it's not. It's never. It, for me, it's. I mean, I'm. I'm not. I'm not at a loss of words. What I'm trying to say is, it's, it's never been about money for me. It's always been about the person. It's always been about the person. Any money I make here on Dream Chasers Radio goes right back into Dream Chasers Radio every month. Every month, I take nothing. Literally nothing. The stations. The promotions, all that is just, it's its just paying for itself. I literally put it right back in. I have not, in the last 10 years, taken anything out of Dream Chasers Radio. Mind you, yes, okay, gas. Whenever I'm going to the station or whenever I'm doing my things, I, I need gas money. But that's still going back into Dream Chasers Radio. So, see, this is not about the money, y'all. It never has been about money. It's always been about the people that call into the station to encourage me, encourage you, encourage us all to be better. I hope that when you listen to this station back into our archives the last 10 years, that you will find those testimonies, you will find those stories and you will find them encouraging so much so that you will leap off of this platform toward your goal. That is my goal. It's amazing. I'm going to take a break. You guys know the deal, and we'll be right back. Don't you go nowhere. You're listening to Dream Chasers Radio with Yaya Diamond on 97.5 FM, Real Community Radio in Northport, Florida, as well as Bomb Baby Radio, New York City, the Caribbean Community Radio Station in all the Caribbean and West Palm Beach, East Coast, all the way down to the Keys, as well as Dream Chasers Radio Network and TV stations. Yeah. All right. I'll be right back. <laughs> And as we go into our next interview, again, I want you to be inspired. I want you to be inspired to move forward in your goals, no matter what you may see, you know, 
it's 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 not always going to be you know daisies and roses and stuff and my guests know that but yet they still go after it so i'm going to go ahead and welcome our next guest to the show thank you so much for calling in please tell everybody who you are and what you do please Hello, my name is Keisha Law, and I am a um, a branch manager. I am a mother, a wife. I am a co-owner of a t-shirt screen printing, and now a newly author. Mm, girl, go for it! What? I love it. <laughs> yes. So tell me, tell me, tell me your story. Tell me how you got started. And and how you added all these little intricate things to your goal. <laughs> so, um, wow. So I was inspired um, by my baby boy, which we call him Trey. Mm-hmm. He um, is an upcoming designer. And mm-hmm. his theme scripture was coming out of Genesis. And Genesis 1, 26 through 27 and I'm just going to pray a paraphrase, and it talks about um, when God says that he created male and female, and he created mm-hmm. us to have dominion. And, you know, so I, that just did something to me. And in that, you know, I said, God is saying, be who I created you to be. So in that, I had been through some trials, some tribulations, um, and that's what inspired me to write the book. Because God said, you need to tell your story and tell mm-hmm. your story to women that we are just each other crowns. We can be in the same industry, and instead of being jealous, we can help one another. It takes nothing away from me. It takes nothing away from you. But if we adjust each other crowns and push and be like midwives, we'll become our sister's keeper. Ha. Uh-huh. okay let me let me stop laughing because i don't think nobody understands why i'm laughing i am laughing because that is what i've been saying for the last 10 years (laughs) yes you know why and i was just talking about that why do people get jealous what is jealousy if not the ego i mean i i don't understand it i don't understand it absolutely you know, what have you gone through in terms of your ups and downs that have brought you to this point to be such a strong person? So when I was, I think it was around about six years old, and I talk about it in the book, um, about six years old, I was molested within my mm-hmm. local church. Mm-hmm. And then in my teenage years, I had, it was a attempted rape. And in between the molestation and the rape, it was like I had a mental blockage. I kind of blocked out memories growing up as a little girl. There's only uh, a couple things that I can remember, and and I'm taking that those were happy times. You know, Mm -hmm. I remember me in a little red dress, but I had a smile on my face. And now when I look back at that, I know that I was covered by the blood of Jesus in mm. that little red dress. I mm-hmm. remember as a little girl holding a crystal egg. And that reminds me today that you are to be what you are created to be. It doesn't matter the pain, the hurt that you have experienced, but I, cre- I created you 
to walk in dominion. Mm-hmm. And it's not just for you, but it's for you to help pull someone else out. There you go. That's it right there. To be that light. To be that light. Wow, wow. You know, it, it's so funny because the the I'm a, I'm how do how do I say this? I I don't like to be religious on the show, but I do yes. I like to be real on the show. And the realness is is that yes. the enemy, the negativity in the world will try its hardest to keep you from pursuing your your focus to to keep you from focusing on the reality of your future by keeping you in the illusion of your past. Right. Because your past has become your past. Now it's not your present and it definitely isn't your future. So now is the illusion that you are not anything because of what has happened in your past. And so propelling yourself forward can be hard when you remembered all that, that when it all came back to memory, how, I mean, how did you keep yourself focused? So how I keep myself focused because it's a process because certain Mm -hmm. triggers will try to allure me back to that little girl. So I Mm. have to remain focused and, Mm -hmm. you know, keep my eye on the prize and know that greater is in me. And so, you know, even when, you know, it could be just the little smallest things that will try to trigger and put me back into that little girl. But I have to tell myself, girl, you're more than a conqueror. Or, mm-hmm. you know, I have friends who I call sis who hold me accountable because, you know, we'll have girlfriends or sisters who, you know, won't let you slide. They don't try to tear you down, but they'll build you up and make sure that you don't stay in a negative place. Tell you, girl, you're better than that. And so mm-hmm. that's where the slogan came in, girl, I got you. Mm. I'm my yeah. sister's keeper. Now, we're talking about me, she, her, a, wor- a woman's yes. journal for discovering. Um, tell me about that, because that ties right in to the subject matter we're talking about, about moving forward, even though your past is trying to pull you backwards. Yes. So, most definitely, um, a couple of chapters in the book, I talk about forgiving, how forgiveness is the key. That was the key to my breakthrough is to forgive. Forgive myself, forgive those that had hurt me so that I can move forward to where I was going. So forgiveness was a big thing for me because a lot of time we walk around with grudges, um, hold things against people, and guess what? We're not moving forward. We're going backwards. But when you forgive, you release. Kim, you know, sometimes people have such a hard time doing that. And, and, and uh, I mean, I don't want to put this on you, but in your book, I'm sure that you have examples of how you did that. Um, and, again, that book is Me, She, Her, A Woman's Journal for Discovering. Yes. Why did you name it that, A Woman's Journal for Discovering? That came up because 
I can remember the stages of my life. And mm-hmm. as a woman, a lot of us are mothers, bosses, um, wives, all of those roles. And so how do you balance and how do you move forward, you know, with so many hats? And that's where me, she, her came from. And, but you still got to become. You can't get stuck in just a role. But you got to, you know, go and push yourself to where, you know, you know you're supposed to be. If that mm-hmm. makes sense. Oh, it does. It makes a lot of sense. I mean, so your role, where you came from, and then you wrote the book, where did the book take you? I mean, did you expect it to end where it ended? Or are you further along because you wrote that book? I believe that I'm further along because of the book, because as I began to write, Mm -hmm. you know, breakthrough, um, I began to see the picture so clear. You know, even Mm. things that I didn't remember began to come back. But when it came back, it didn't come back to hunt me, but it came back to heal me. Mm. Wow. Wow. And so the healing came through writing that book. Yes. Mm. You know, sometimes it's so true. You got to write the vision down. Now, yes. It it you know, I commend you first of all for writing the book. That that must have been something that you thought about. Did you think about that before you wrote it? Before you began to write it, what were your feelings on writing it, on beginning it? What I, there were there were many emotions that mm-hmm. you know came up and came out. Um, I began you know to cry, to um, really take hold to the principles what I was writing because a lot of times we can say a lot of things, but do we really believe them? So Mm -hmm. in writing, it just brought everything to light to, I believe what I said. Mm -hmm. I believe the principles and the steps that's in the book and to journalize, even as writing, I was journalizing. And as I journalized, I could see myself then. I could see myself, you know, in my present. And now I see myself in the future. Mm. Mm. Me, she, and her. And what, what is your future? What is the future? Right. And what is so, the future like for you? So the future like for me is that where I was, a, I, I was afraid to write. It took me four years. To get this to print because I felt inadequate thinking that I couldn't write because of the blockage. Can't comprehend you. You're not. You're not that smart. And I knew that was a lie, but hmm. that's just what you know. I kept hearing or being torment, tormented of. But the future says I can do it all. I can do all things. Mm-hmm. The future says that you're not you're not just gonna stop at your associate in business, even though you're a branch manager of one of the largest financial institutions, but you're gonna mm. go back and you're gonna pursue till you get your master's. Right. And then you won't stop there. 
Mm-mm-mm-mm. So, I mean, a lot of times we we try to rationalize why we don't do something. Did you do that to yourself? Did you rationalize? Well, you know, like, of course, you said uh, you're not competent enough. But the rationalization becomes, I should do this for other people. Nah, you know. Did you struggle with that as well? The kind of, yes, no, no. yes, no. You didn't? I do. <laughs> well, for others, I would jump faster. But when it came to myself, it was like, yes, no, yes, no. <laughs> mm, I thought so. Because I, I know I do. There's times where I'm like, yeah, you should do that. Nah, you shouldn't do that. Yeah, yeah you know what? You, <laughs> yes. you, you could be. And, you know, so we all go through that. But now that you're out on the other side, now that the, the book is, is, is it out or is it about to be come, uh, come out? Yes, it is um, being released um, the week of Mother's Day. And pre-sales have started. Awesome. So your pre-sale has started. Wow. Congratulations on that. And uh, I hope that this this book does um, amazing things for you. When it comes to talking to other people, I mean, what is your verbiage on that? When you you begin to, now because your book is coming out, now because everything is out of the open and, and your struggle and your past is out, how do you begin to put the pieces back together for others who come up to you and say, hey, how did you do it? So some of the, I mean, the first step that I um, talk about is because I have had um, some to reach out to me. And Mm -hmm. the first step for me was to admit what had taken place, to forgive, and then to take the mask off because I had a mask on. Mm. And so I had to remove the mask. And that's where I start, you know, with, you know, people who come up to me asking me, how do I get there? And then I also tell them that I couldn't do it by myself. I had to be in a place where I had people that surrounded me, my pastor, my first lady, my friends that I don't just hang around friends, but I hang around people who pushes me, push me to the next level, hold me accountable, and don't just let me stay stagnant. Mm-hmm. That's um yeah, definitely you have to have you have to have some kind of um uh, uh you know uh how would you say accountability. That's yes. that's amazing. Yeah, definitely have to have someone else behind you saying, hey, you know, you got to do it. You got to do it. I think when we do have that, we can get and overcome many things, many things. Where can people reach you? The people can reach me at Keisha, www.keishalaw.com. Awesome. And your pre-sales, they can can order the pre-sale book there as well? Yes, ma'am. Awesome. I want to thank you, Keisha, for being on the show. Is there anything we left out today that you'd like to say to the listeners? Um, no, I just want to say to please check out the website. You'll find more information about me, she, her. Um, there are several blogs that's out there that you can go and follow on the website. 
and mm-hmm. I know that you will be blessed. Awesome. I know it too. I know it too. I agree. Thank you so much for being on the show. I appreciate it. And and you know what? For being that role model and for being so strong, I commend you. Thank you so much for pulling yourself out. And not only that, pulling yourself up. Thank you so much. No problem. Until next time, okay? You keep those books coming now. We got to have some more stuff yes. coming up. You yes, are able. Indeed. You can Thank do you. it. You can. All right. Yes. <laughs> All right. Okay. Bye. Until then. Bye-bye. Oh, you guys know the deal. You guys can go ahead and go to Dream Chasers Radio on Facebook and grab the link and uh, just copy and paste that or click on the link in our Facebook page, uh, Dream Chasers Radio, uh, and uh, go to the page. You know, we do that for all of our guests on the show. I want to talk about the past and how to move forward despite those voices in your head. You know, does anybody want, I mean, do you really want, the worst for yourself. Think about it. Do this. Oh no, you're not good enough for that. Oh no, you 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 shouldn't do that. No, no, no. But yet you want to do it. It's something that you know you would be good at. But yet the voices in your head, they tell you no. Who is that? Why is that? I'm going to tell you right now, it can't be you telling yourself that you're not capable. Don't tell nobody. <laughs> it can't be you telling yourself that. Why would you put yourself down? Why would you put your own capabilities down when you know you can do it? See, these are things that we've learned in the past. We've heard it. And they come back as our own voices because we've learned it and we believe it. I challenge you to unlearn these things. You know, unlearn these things. Challenge yourself. Become that person you want to become. You can do it. It's not hard. Those voices in your head, those things that go bump in the night, you know, those those fears, they're not yours. <laughs> they were placed there. It could have been family, could have been friends, it could have been the TV, it could have been anything. We have so many things that we can do in life. I challenge you to become the person that you know you can become. I want you to reach back into your head and think about all those things you wanted to do when you were a kid. And I'm not saying they apply now, but wow, what what an amazing imagination we had when we were growing up. There was nothing we couldn't do. What happened? That's right. What happened? We became negative about ourselves. We we began to think about, you know, oh, well, that's not possible. Well, obviously, you know, I wanted to be a superhero, so I don't think that's possible. However, <laughs> however, it doesn't block me from the reality that I'm doing it. Just one day, just pick it up and just, I did it. It's, you know, people say, oh, it can't be done. You shouldn't do it, Yaya. 
no, no, I should do it. I should challenge myself. Those fears and all that stuff is just, it's stupid. Makes no sense to fear something I have not even tried yet. I dare, you know, I, I I want you to realize, and and the reason that I'm talking so much during the the breaks today, I want you to realize how important you are. The instrument of someone else's goal, the missing link, the the piece of the puzzle that fell on the floor years ago. That's you. I can't complete a puzzle without you. There will always be something missing without you. I won't be, if I don't have glue to glue to the back of the board to put the puzzle together, to put it in a frame, if you are the glue that would hold everything together, my puzzle will come apart. And I'm talking to everybody. At the sound of my voice, I am talking to everybody. No matter what age you are, when you do it is irrelevant. At what age you get it done is irrelevant. What's relevant is that you get it done. Being the piece of the puzzle being the glue, being the frame, being whatever it is, whatever it is. If I'm missing 10 pieces of my puzzle, then my puzzle's incomplete, guys. I can't finish it. There is no one on earth that can do anything alone. I believe I've already gone through that on yesterday's show. You are so important. That if you don't do what you want to do in your life, that's right. If you don't do your dream, if you don't accomplish your goal, even in the smallest fraction of completion, the person that needs your goal will be incomplete. Uh, That's how important you are. That's how important you are. Somebody. You are important. You can do this. You are special. You are amazingly proportionate. You are that person. And I don't know how many people believe that. I'm you know and and okay, so some people believe and some people don't. Some people have religion, some people don't, some people have beliefs, some people don't. I'm I'm not talking about that. What I'm talking about is what you can do. Whether you believe or not, it doesn't matter. If you don't get it done, the person that comes after you won't be able to get what they get done. They they won't even be able to finish. So they'll start something and say, well, how do I do this? And because they are not the person that's supposed to do it, now someone else has to fill the gap. 
Now we can sit back and watch life go by and continue to make excuses as to why we can't begin a dream and begin a goal. Or we can start at our own level of capacity and as we go, your need to fulfill the next step will come. You just got to start. When I started Dream Chasers Radio, I had maybe two guests on the show, maybe two or three interviews lined up. And you'll see it. And I left them up there. It's a big, it's a big gap between shows. Sometimes I had a, a whole series of shows and then nothing for like, I don't know how long. It was a long time. But I had nothing. But I believed that I would get somebody else. I believed that I would, I would do something. And I just, I just started. And as I started, people started coming. I get thousands of listeners a week. But again... The goal is to inspire you to go after your goal. The goal is that I want you to know that you are the light. As long as you're not planning on hurting anyone or yourself, those goals I do not commend. If you're planning on hurting yourself today, please stay, take a, a moment and, and, and call someone that you trust and talk to them and and begin to reach out because There are people out there that have gone through this, exactly what you're going through. You are not alone. Even though you may feel like you are, you are not alone. I want you to know that you can come out of that too. That too, you can overcome. I would love for you to overcome that. You are important and will be sorely missed If you were to go, I don't want you to leave. And I don't know who I'm talking to today, but I'm hoping that you realize, and everyone at the sound of my voice, how loved you really are. There is someone that you know that loves you. I want you to call them right now and say, hey, thank you for the love that you've shown me. I was talking about family the other day. Family is not always blood. Family is love. All-inclusive love. Unconditional love. We all need it. Becoming a dream chaser means that you have a love for something that's so unconditional that even if you don't have all the pieces, you're going to go after it anyway. You're so important. You really are. And I hope you know that. And so those voices in your head that tell you you can't, ignore them. That's not you. You would never tell yourself you can't do something. You would never put yourself down because you truly inside know your capability. So I want you to begin to think on the positive side of things. There is someone out there that needs you to succeed Even if it's just to be the neighborhood watch, that is your goal. Hey, I commend you. Every goal is important. Every goal. 
everyone. And some people may put um, a price or a level of success on on a goal. I don't. There are so many goals to accomplish in this world, and one without the other is 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 a travesty. So again, there is no goal less important than the other. And I'm I'm behind you a hundred percent. Behind you a hundred percent. We're gonna take a short break and we'll be back. You're listening to Yaya Diamond on Dream Chasers Radio. Give me thirty seven seconds, guys. You know how this works. <laughs> And we have our next guest on the line. I want to say thank you so much for being on the show. Please tell everybody who you are and what you do, please. Hello, this is Dr. Hello. Jean Porter King. I'm an author, and I, we recently published a book called Influence Starts With I, A Woman's mm. Guide for Unleashing the Power of Leading from Within. Mm. Mm. What an interesting title. I'm, I mean, okay, what's at the heart of this book, though? At the heart of this book is really the personal side of leadership. Influence is a competency or skill set that every consultant, um, leadership guru acknowledges is core to leading effectively in this era, especially if you have no direct authority in our very complex organizations, be they nonprofit or profit, religious, et cetera. So influence mm-hmm. is really about gaining um, the trust of others and helping to move organizations forward together. And so we can learn these skills. But this book is really for women around looking at the power of leading from within because that's the core to influencing. It's about what some generations would have called character development. For me, Mm -hmm. it's really about we have to armor up most of the time as women, and women of color especially, and Mm -hmm. we get out there, but this takes some time to go within and explore core ideas for yourself around purpose, your identity as a leader, all of those things that allow you to lead from within that will strengthen your influence and ultimately your leadership. Hmm. So, so how do you define influence then? Well, for me, again, as I mentioned, influence really is about this ability to lead in a particular way. It's possessing this ability to make an, a positive impact on others. Uh, for me, influence is being mindful of our own interconnections with others. And over the years, I've come to really define influence as the power to affect change or gain commitment in people, teams, or organizations for the good of all. That's the formal mm-hmm. definition that I use in uh, my workshops. 
But at the essence of it, as I mentioned earlier, is in today's heavily matrixed, fast-paced, multinational workplaces, for-profit, non-for-profit, we work with people for whom we don't have direct authority to direct their activities or decisions. Our workplaces uh-huh. are places where we have to garner mutual influence to be effective. Mm-hmm. So influence mm-hmm. is bigger than just the workplace. It's really the positive use of power to shape ideas, shape mindsets, and to shape the behaviors of others for the betterment of our organizations, our institutions, and our communities. So just real quickly, um, I think a lot of people who – think about leadership and power, they will often think of formal leadership, the title, the people with the highest rank, and that they have power over, other, over others. But really, hmm. to get the greatest way in today's uh, workplace or marketplace or even at home or in the uh, faith community is really to develop what I call power with, and that's the heart of influence. How do we develop power with others so that we move our organizations forward, we move our teams forward, we move other people and our causes forward. Mm. So, um, wow. Well, that's I mean, that to me, that's, that's like deep. That's really good. So why did you write this book? And, and why another woman's book on leadership right now? I think it's the perfect time for another book on women's leadership. We saw in the last midterm elections just a sweeping advance of women into um, the political arena, the the, uh, Congress for sure. Um, We do see more and more women advancing into, you know, Fortune 500, 100, Fortune 1000 companies. We see more and more women leading in um, even breaking the same, what I call the same glass ceiling in um, the faith communities. And so mm-hmm. the reality is it's a great time uh, for women um, to have another book on leadership that's written by uh, a woman who does not believe that women need to be fixed and that mm-hmm. the old lessons that we got were assimilate to a man's world, um, you know, do this the way men do. We were told to speak up like men gain the corner office like men. Even, you know, I've been around long enough that in some very subtle ways we were told to dress like men with those um, shoulder-padded suits and floppy bow ties. And now <laughs> I, I, I'm a firm believer that... I hate those things. Um, I know, exactly, right? And, and But we're at the stage that um, our diversity, our uniqueness can shine forth And there's Mm -hmm. more and more research saying all of our organizations are better off. Skills that used to be called soft skills that are often attributed to women, this is the time for people who really do have those skills like communicating, connecting, building trust. It's time to shine in our our workplaces. Mm. So that's why Mm. I wrote it, to bring that to light. But also, uh, I know firsthand as a woman of color that – Women leaders, no matter how experienced they are or how senior they are, we're still affected by the embedded threats of racism and sexism. And no matter Mm -hmm. how strong we are individually, these issues threaten to break us down. So while we still need resources to help build the inner side of leadership, that's what this is about. And we still need people to address the structural and systemic issues, so I'm not one of those that ignore those systemic issues and structural issues that have kept women out. 
But mm-hmm. we also, while we're armoring up, we need to get away with a book like this and do our own inner work or work with our sister leaders and other uh, female leaders and just take some time to delve that inner resource that we have. Mm. Wow. Wow. Okay, so what do you want women to get out of reading this book then? Well, well, first and foremost, I want women to carve out some time to read, to reflect, to plan, to strategize. We're so busy most of the time taking care of our businesses, taking care of our organizations, taking care of others, that we don't often take care of ourselves or our path for advancement. So this book has end-of-chapter exercises that can help women reflect and act upon and discuss the lessons. As women leaders, we're so busy proving that we can take charge while taking care of business and others that, again, we don't take the time to take care of ourselves, and that can be draining. We all need to recharge and rebuild, and no matter what stage of leadership people are in or women are in, they need to do it at every level. So I've worked mm-hmm. with a number of women down through the years, and I've learned a critical lesson either in coaching them or training them that we as women need to tap into and bring forth our own authentic, confident selves. And if they haven't already done so, they need to develop the skills and strategies to lead from that place. So, mm. And then finally, to be honest with you, because I've been doing this work um, as an organizational consultant, coach and leader in my own company, but particularly doing the women's work for a good 14, 15 years now. So based on my corporate work, my corporate training, I now want to bring this message and these Mm -hmm. um, skill sets and this awareness building to a broader audience. So I want to start a community of women influencers who influence for the greater good. There are opportunities to influence for good all around us, and we must develop that influence mindset, I believe, to recognize and grasp those opportunities to influence for good. So I want to create that community. Wow. Wow. And, you know, that's important. That's important that we do that. We build each other up. The cover of your book is so intriguing. What message were you trying to, you know, convey here? Ah, I'm glad you like it. I've had a number of comments on social media commenting on Mm -hmm. it also. And for your listeners who um, will go, I'm sure, to my site. Hello. um, You kind of of faded out there. Go back Ah, a minute. You kind of faded out there. Go ahead. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I said, oh, I'm glad that um, the um, cover caught your attention. I've had Mm -hmm. a number of comments on social media about, um, as you said, the intriguing nature of the cover. For your listeners who may not see it right now, but will go to our site or Amazon or the publisher Whippenstock to take a look at it, it's mm-hmm. a picture of a, an image of the queen in the chess piece, the chess piece of the queen rising up out of the pond. And um, I wrote Influence Starts With I. It, it struck me that the most powerful piece on the chessboard is the queen. And chess mm-hmm. players can move the queen in any direction, forward, mm-hmm. backward, horizontally, or diagonally. And the That's queen right. also has the largest value of all the other pieces. Um, of course, you know, players will also be quick to remind me that technically the king has the most value because 
this piece can be captured, if this piece is captured, the game is over. But the mm-hmm. pawn, on the other hand, is the least powerful piece. And for me, the queen and the pawn are powerful images of women's leadership for too many of mm-hmm. us. In our mm-hmm. organizations and institutions, sometimes we felt like pawns, grinding to get the work out, being used to get other people advanced with little advancement on our own. When in actuality, I believe there is a powerful queen within each of us, ready to advance and move. And yes, Mm. we as women already know we must own our power. We've been told that. The key these days is being able to use power wisely and strategically, not overplaying it and not underplaying it. And Mm -hmm. I believe that Influence Starts With I aims to show women how to use our power strategically for our own influence as well as for the greater good. Mm, mm, that is wow, wow, wow. So you know, thank you so much for being on the show. First of all, I mean, I can't say enough about this book and about what you've done and how much you put into it. And and you know, people need to be able to get in contact with you. How do they do that? Oh, there's a lot of ways. So the first, I would um, welcome your listeners to connect with us. So that this influence conversation can be ongoing mm-hmm. um, on social media where I'm very active. They can follow me on Twitter at, um, at Gene P King and on LinkedIn. I'm at Gene Porter King. My author Facebook page is Gene Porter King dash author. And over on Instagram, I can be found at Gene Porter King. Maybe the quickest way right now as they learn more about the book is to do two things. One is go directly to my website. I run a blog there, and we have the landing page for the book. So, again, my name is spelled Jean, J-E-A-N-N-E, J-E-A-N-N-E, Porter, P-O-R-T-E-R, King, K-I-N-G. So, JeanPorterKing.com forward slash influence book forward slash. There, they'll learn all about the book. They can sign up for our newsletter. And then on one of the other pages, they can sign up for the blog. That link will also take you to both the publisher, which is whippingstock.com, or mm-hmm. to amazon.com. So I would welcome your listeners um, to go purchase books for their female friends. If you're a man, I'm welcoming you to read it so you can learn more about leading with women. And women, I want you to tap into that queen with, that is within that you might lead more effectively by using the power that's within you. Wow. You're so right. Thank you so much, Ms. King, for being on the show. Well, you're welcome. Thank you for having me on the show. I am very honored to be able to share this new book with your listeners. I'm very honored that you are on this show. When you I have one more question, when you mm-hmm. talk to people and they're going through something and, you know, women go through so much, you know, just, just so much, you know, when you're talking to them, what is the one thing that you find that works to uplift them to begin that, to begin that uplifting? What, what do you find is the best thing that you've used so far? Well, I think it depends on what types of things they're going through. Um, Mm. But I do find a common thread in their sense of identity. 
So mm. if we can help that woman recognize who she is, that purpose and passion that fuels her, and help her to look forward knowing that she's got that purpose and passion within and not mull over the past failures or the past, you know, near misses, but to get the mindset back to this is who I am, this is the great gifts that have been placed within me that I might help others even. Um, But I found identity often ends up shaking women when there's an assault, again, as I said earlier, around racism and sexism, those dual assaults Mm. around our very being. That can throw Mm -hmm. us off. That can be what I call a confidence buster. And so um, I work with a lot of women as I'm coaching them that. And um, because I'm also a a minister, I'm often ministering to women uh, around um, uh, issues that they're dealing with and often have to really ground them in the core fundamental identity of how they've been shaped, their purpose, their God-given gifts, and um, to be able to draw from that and not go in this incessant comparison with others or keeping mm-hmm. up with others or buying into the lie or the myth of the stereotypes that tend to, again, form confidence busters in us. So we can't let other people's stereotypes live in our heads. That slows us down. So you just said everything I said in the entire show. <laughs> ah. <laughs> and Amazing. That's, you, you know that that's the interesting thing is even though this is more of a marketplace book you know it's for women who lead wherever but the reality mm-hmm. is I, I got to hear um the first part of your show and I, I actually thought okay. about wow you know you're really speaking into the lives of those that are listening the women that are listening and men that are listening mm-hmm. but uh, that sense of who you are that um, brokenness that the world wants to put on us, that shapes everything we do from how we interact in our homes, in our communities, mm-hmm. in our workplaces. And so That's this right. power of leading from within, for me, is fundamentally about owning your purpose, owning your identity, being able to navigate or negotiate those, in this case, gender barriers, but not letting mm-hmm. them stop you. Mm. And drop the mic. <laughs> That's it right there. Don't let it stop you. Wow, Miss mm-hmm. King, thank you. Thank you so much for being on the show and for bringing your light to this, this episode. Thank you so much. And thank you, y'all, y'all. It's been a pleasure. Now, the pleasure is mine. Thank you. Wow, wow. Miss King, and you guys know the drill. Go ahead and copy and paste this one. You can go to the Facebook page and just go ahead and click on the link. We've already put it up there so you guys can grab it with ease. And, uh, Ms. King, I'm sure that people are going to be contacting you and, and, um, and making sure that they get this book today. I appreciate it. And thank you, listeners. We look forward to having you get this book and talking it up. But most of all, being blessed by it and using it as a tool for your own development, not waiting for someone else to strategically place you, but for you to rise up as that queen and advance. That's right. That's right. All right, Ms. King, we got to go. But thank you again okay. so much for being on the show. Okay. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Bye.
Wow, Miss King is amazing. She just summed it all up in one just swoop. And uh, I'm dropping the mic. I have nothing further to say. I am done. (laughs) This episode has been amazing. We have come full circle. And I hope you've come full circle with us. Go back to where you used to believe in yourself. Go back to the, the moment that you that you, you know, you, you, you picked it all up and you said, this is doable. Wow. I'm excited. Be excited about your future. Be excited about the things that you can do. Be excited about being a piece of the puzzle. You know, we all want to leave a legacy. You can still do that because you're that important. I want to thank you for tuning in to Dream Chasers Radio with me, your host, Yaya Diamond, another piece of the puzzle, just a piece of the puzzle. We are no more important than the other, but we are very important and very well missed if we're not there. And uh, I want to thank you guys for tuning in to Dream Chasers Radio right here. Wow, wherever you're listening tonight, I hope that we've encouraged you. And I always say, don't forget to what? Dare to be different, baby. Until next time. <laughs> See you.